Hey, Internet. I'm Andrew. And I'm Kate. And we're with the Knights of the Drunk Watch. And, and now, now our, our podcast, podcast begins. begins. So, uh, I'm going to try to say this this time. We are doing our Westworld rewatch, and we are talking about episode eight today. So, if you have not seen Westworld yet, turn us off, go watch ten episodes, <laughs> and then come back to our first podcast and see if we're even close. Um, because there will be spoilers, because we're focusing on episode eight, Trace Decay, but we will hop around and we'll, not only will we remember things from previous episodes that we've recently rewatched, but what we vaguely remember from the first time we saw what is now two episodes left. So, um, warning. There you go. Spoilers. 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 <laughs> uh, all right. So, so this episode, I took a lot of notes. And actually, when I was watching it, I, my pen ran out of ink, so <laughs> that I just, many notes. So I just watched the rest of it, and then I went back and kind of speed watched and rewatched even more some scenes to take the notes down. Um, but we start off with Bernard and Ford, mm-hmm. and that despite Bernard's full range of emotion, Ford still has complete control over him. Yes, and uh, and despite being fired. Bernard has access to clean up everything. Yeah. He's not been rehired yet, and he cleans up his well, relationship he, with Teresa. But he was he was the head of the department, so unless they were, like, uh, like, like you said last time, unless they got security and marched him out well, of there, which they didn't, didn't, they haven't removed his access, and they haven't, the, like, we never saw any of that. So I'm not surprised. Yeah. It's like, in our world... When Charlotte did that, security would walk in and say, yeah, let's go. Let's we'll box go. up your desk. Yeah. Uh, and not only did that not happen, Bernard still had a lot of access to clean up. Now, granted, you know, he was doing it under Ford's direction, so maybe he had the access because of Ford. But uh, um, anyway, I just find it shocking how much access he seemed to have. And, of course, no one was around to question it. They're like, weren't you just fired? But... Um, Anywho, that's just me. Yeah, no, I'm not that worried about it because I feel like he had to tie up loose ends. Like, it would make sense that as the head of behavior, he would have to mm-hmm. tie up loose ends. He would have to yeah. make sure that he has someone in place and right. that everything is at a place that someone can take over. They're not just going to, unless he did something right, provably he, he catastrophic. Yeah. So, like, he's like, you know. Yeah, you know, there might be expectation that you would set things up for someone to take over, whether yeah. it's your assistant or or Elsie on a vacation. Uh, who's on a vacation? Uh, uh, so, what do you have next? Um, so we have the whole interview, and that's when we talk about kind of like the the when they started. They just said the primary emotions. Now he's got the whole spectrum. Bernie created Bernard created the heart, so that's kind of interesting. Um, and they're also going to erase the memories of Teresa. So right. I like that they can just cavalierly like like just be like, oh yeah, we'll totally erase these memories. That's what's causing all the problems for. Well, but the thing is, is is like they are digital, and as we know, nothing is Gets ever erased forever. Is erased forever. It's always in there somewhere. Yeah. So I just he just is like, oh yeah, we'll totally do that. 
Um, so the next scene with Maeve in the bar, I really like this because we saw this a little bit when she closed the piano in the last scene. Like she mm-hmm. got her a bulk apperception, like pumped up to twenty, and she. I feel like we see her starting to see the cracks or faults in the program because, like, even in the last episode when she shut this piano, like the the music in this show is so good. And that piano was a little wonky. Mm -hmm. And so I think that we are hearing, because we know that we get to see and and experience things through different points of view. Mm -hmm. And I think in this scene, we start to see, like, her, she's so smart, she's so perceptive that she's, like, seeing the crack. She's hearing the the out-of-tune piano. She's seeing, like... The hosts that are not quite functioning like humans. Yeah, well, and the thing I guess I, I would I don't disagree with you, but I guess the thing that I would I would say she's seeing is she's seeing the repetition. Yeah. Yeah, you know, she's seeing, and it's you know, and maybe from her perception, it's like that photocopy, a photocopy of a photocopy of a photocopy. Yeah. It's like she starts hearing the rehearsed scripts. You know, that piano's been playing this, you know, every morning, maybe play, not every morning, but that song is played, you know, every, I don't know, Tuesday yeah. or whatever. Um, and so I think that, to me, that's probably what more she's seeing. And so when she shuts the piano, she's like, that's stopping the repetition. That's yeah. breaking that loop. And there, she breaks loops kind of, I mean, later in this episode, she goes crazy bunch. with the loops. But, um but uh, yeah, and and be only because you asked me earlier about songs, I made the point to write down that this was the House of the Rising Sun. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, but uh, Clem two point does not impress her. No. At all. And, you know, she doesn't impress me. No. I don't like her. I mean, at she's all. Pre- she's pretty. Like don't like she's well, yeah. definitely gorgeous, but <laughs> she does. It's interesting to see. Like I don't know if they gave her the same. Um, attributes as they did to Clem because mm-hmm. in theory if they did like if they just but if they plugged in someone with a different background then she's going to be slightly differently but even the way right. she says the line that she says all the time of oh you're new not mm-hmm. even a rind on yeah, you no. she says it in a more like bubbly way mm-hmm. and so it is it is fun to kind of see we've heard that line so many times we know exactly how it should be delivered and this new Clem who should be identical other than in look is not right. so yeah we kind of see that Clem White situation uh, and then then that's when Maeve has another memory and we learn about how their memories are basically digital recall and that's why they're so vivid for them yeah because human memories are hazy are hazy um, and theirs is perfect and also I like that we we get this moment where Sylvester's like you want to leave just leave and Maeve's like nah bitch I know C six is gonna blow up so let's. Fix that. Like, she's not even dealing with any of Sylvester's nonsense. Because she, like, knows everything. Mm -hmm. So what do you have next? I tend to Um, skip things. Dolores and William on a horse. More confederados. Those confederados are coming out of the woodwork. Yeah. And, (laughs) And we also, this is another moment where we see, like, William is so, not quickly deteriorating, but we're starting to see, like... Him turning dark because there's a moment where like Dolores like finds this young guy and she's like give him water and he doesn't immediately like he kind of holds right. the water. Well, but I, I think I think William is is kind of getting down more to the basics and because for William it's like he's still 
I mean, Dolores is confusing him, but otherwise he still knows that these are all things. Yeah. Yeah, this is not a dying boy. And quite frankly, trying, you know. But no, but at the beginning we see him help up the old man. Like well, we see right. he is very. Right. Well, no, yeah, because like, like he, he is very empathetic, but he's losing his empathy yeah. for these things. Absolutely. And so by now he's like, he's seen so much and he's seen so many of them just be killed. Logan's just killing them left and right, and they kill each Dolores other. Dolores is da, da, killing them left and right. And, yeah, and then Dolores goes nuts. It's like, you know, he, you know, he's beginning to learn that as life they have no value. Yeah. And so he's lost his empathy. Yeah. Uh, but. This is where I, like, you're going to have to carry the brunt of this. Because, I don't know. I think. <laughs> oh, God. I cannot for the life of me keep track of what is happening. Well, it, this, this episode is where it starts to get really, I think, confusing. And This episode, sure. <laughs> no, th- no, this episode about how they cut, especially Dolores, how things are come together. Yeah. And trying, you know, and because. Because this is what I this, this is what I wrote down in the moment. That's probably for you. Right. It's like if Dolores alone is the man in black, Dolores going on her own journey. How does she get a costume change? Okay, because because she goes to get the water, and that beach is clear, and she's by herself. No, but I think when the beach is clear, that's when she sees the body. She sees her body, looks her back, body. the beach is clear. Beach is clear. Looks back, the body's gone. She looks back. So I think but when that, she's doing a weird, like, hallucination, and the whole hallucination is her body in the river, beach is clear. Or but is it an... I, but, but see, my point is, 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 is when Dolores is having moments like that, where she seems to see the, the past, so to speak, or see different things, it's, it's the present-day Dolores who's on her own journey. But she ran away from she ran away from the farm in the present day, and I think we're getting snippets of her kind of retracing her steps. Okay. So that you know, because she was in Pariah when Ford dragged her out. Yeah. That's clearly modern day Dolores. She's not you know because like first Dolores is in the background of William and Logan, then we cut to Dolores. William and Logan aren't in the background, oh, and so then yeah, she I sees didn't... herself in the parade, and she fought, and then she, and then Ford pulls her out. And this is a moment where it's like she goes down to the river and then William and everything is gone except for and the Dolores seeing all that before she gets whipped back in before we get back to William is pants Dolores. Yeah. So I mean. In both scenes. Like the whole thing is pants Dolores. No, no, no. In, in Pariah she's still in her dress when, when Ford pulls her out. She hasn't she hasn't had her costume change yet. <sighs> Uh, but anyway, so so I you know so I wonder if that I'll, partly I wonder if that's a continuity error error because um, I don't know because I think anytime we see Dolores on this journey by herself, it's Man in Black Dolores, um, and he, but, but it just happens it happens. But then I question so quickly, like it, it so does quickly, because later there's a scene where she goes off. Oh no no! It's, sorry, it was it was earlier when like at the beginning of the scene they're on a horse. She's like, "Oh, I feel like we're here. We're almost they're close to home," and she they get off the horse and then she wanders off 
And immediately she wanders off. They pan back. William's nowhere to be seen. Mm-hmm. And then he's there again. So I think even in that, like, there are so yeah. many moments. Well, and then I, I, I so kind of question if, of. You know, in her, in her, in her evolution, is she at a moment where she can repeat the narrative like a guest? And so that might explain why she gets the costume change. Because now she's like, she's making the, the, the choices that like hook her up with El Lazo and gets her on the train. And so maybe if she's gone to Pariah, Farm Girl Dolores went to Pariah, but she got wrapped up with El Lazo in the same way. He's like, if we're going to do this, you have to change her clothes. So that makes sense. So, I mean, that so that's what I'm thinking. She's changed. retracing these steps. Yeah. So the same things may be happening to her. She's um, playing cards with El Lazo. She's yeah, right. Like building. Those. Um. Uh, and so I don't. What's the next scene? Because I wrote down Ford uses Charlotte's words, which is I think a reference to the. So yeah, so this is this is when we we find the next scene is Teresa was found in the ravine where they found the woodcutter. Right. So then they start to like speculate on but like Teresa, she slipped and fell. There weren't any hosts around. Right. Like, and then they even say which which makes me a little bit skeptical, but I guess it's fine. But they say like, why would she be up? there that's not in her character Mm -hmm. and the way that they phrase that is such maybe they're just used to talking about like hosts so they're used to talking about Mm -hmm. people and their makeup as opposed to like you but, would, I think you would but, phrase but, yeah, it like differently Teresa, if you were talking Teresa, about a yeah, human. Teresa hasn't been the one who like no. just goes out for an adventure in the park. Yeah, I just uh, the, way that, the way that Stubbs phrased that was very strange. But um, but but clearly, I mean, we get a real more sense that of Ford being able to see everything, and then Stubbs seems to be clearly in the dark. Oh, Stubbs! Yeah. Is, so Stubbs bless is, his heart. So, but but maybe not in a bad way. But like Stubbs is not in with the board. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, because he's like, oh, what, yeah, we found this on her, and this is what we it does. So. I mean, I think if Stubbs was in with Charlotte, he would have hidden all that. Yeah, so all I, that's out on the table, and literally. There, but there's also like this this interesting like trying to align what's happening to where we have like he Stubbs is saying like if Teresa had any faults, loyalty isn't one of them. So like her uploading this stuff doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. And then Charlotte counters with yes, but also like. She's very careful, and so this type of thing would yeah. not have happened well, if. And, and that's it. It's like she, she, then here, Charlotte uses not maybe obviously with knowledge, but she uses the same phrase about Teresa that Ford uses about about Arnold. What what? Teresa's very careful, and they say you know when when yes. when when Ford and Bernard are talking about Arnold's death. Uh, you know, and it's very like, was he murdered? Was it? An, I think they're talking about it as an accident at that point. Yeah. And he's like, well, he was Arnold careful. was very careful. Yeah. Interesting. So, so did Ford kill him? <laughs> or, or <laughs> yeah, I still, I'm still confused. I, you know, sometimes I think, oh yeah, Ford. They had a fight. Ford killed him, or someone or, else killed him, I and mean, Ford's pissed. I, I can't. I can never tell. I mean, <laughs> this is. I am making a claim. Is that? And I've thought this way the whole time. Is that it wasn't even like a passion thing like a mm-hmm. murder of passion or whatever that's not the right phrase but doesn't matter Ford planned it in the same way that he killed Teresa he got someone to do his bidding he didn't kill them but I think that he I, I this is what I think and this is where we have a big argument I think that he saw what was happening he knew it wasn't going to go his way so he said I'm sorry I can't have Ford anymore let's end it okay well and on that real quick to say this is when we're Ford outplays Charlotte. Yes. Oh, absolutely. And totally the chess game. She he outplays her, 
And we need to take a little break. He's in complete control right now. Yeah, he's in complete control right now. So we're going to take a little break before we come back. Uh, and I have more on that stuff too, but later in this episode. And yeah. we'll be right back. Hey, this is Zach Baxter. I hope you're enjoying this uh, Westworld rewatch that Andrew and Kate have prepared for us. Just a reminder that if you like what you're listening to or like to watch some content on YouTube, go over to our YouTube channel and subscribe to the Zach Baxter channel. Don't forget to hit that bell icon to get notified every time we post and go live once a week, every week with our favorite TV shows. We are starting Westworld with the season three of the Knights of the Drunk Watch on April 22nd. So make sure to subscribe to that channel. Uh, if you want to get more information about what is going on with our channel, make sure to sign up for our email list. You'll get notifications, articles, blog posts, pictures, calendars, all types of content right to your email. If you want to support this channel, we thank all of our supporters. It's you that make this possible. Go over to our Patreon and become a supporter. Give us a dollar and you'll get exclusive content, early content, uh, things you won't see on the internet right on our Patreon. Thank you so much. It's people like you that make this channel keep going every single day. Now, back to Kate and Andrew. And we're back. Uh, so... Um yeah, so, uh, so, yeah, Teresa's, this is my question. Okay. Because we're, we're coming back to Teresa's body's been found. If Teresa's, and this goes back to, uh, to I think, a scene that's still to come in the episode, but um, if Teresa's job was stealing the code, and Elsie may have uncovered that Teresa was stealing the code, why does Bernard... Theoretically, or assumingly, or supposedly, allegedly, why does Bernard allegedly kill Elsie? Because Ford told him to. But if Ford... Wait, okay, do the question again. Okay, so <laughs> Elsie is looking for... Basically, Elsie discovers that Teresa is exporting code. Yeah. And she's like, oh, look at this big bad thing I found. Teresa's exporting code. Yeah. Why does... If that puts her against Teresa... Yeah. I would expect Teresa to kill her, not Ford via Bernard. Yet, allegedly, Bernard kills Elsie. So, hmm. Unless, of course, we don't actually see the body, unless this is somehow Bernard on his own, just trying to calm her down. Like, you know, the whole typical, oh, I'm fighting someone, I'm fighting someone. Yeah. And then they like, you know, maybe they just get you to pass out. Type fight because it was a it was a arm like a Vulcan a shoulder headlock. grab. What is that? So <clears throat> it was a headlock. So, uh, but uh, at, I mean, certainly at the moment, we're led to believe that Bernard killed Elsie. But why? But why would, would he... Ford do that? I mean, maybe Elsie had already seen too much, or but but she saw. But she was seeing the things that were going against. I mean, but, yeah. But in theory, like if our assumption is Ford sees everything, he knows what's happening. He can't not know that Teresa's stealing shit. So I mean, the only the only if that's true, then the only reason to kill Elsie is he doesn't want that exposed yet, because exposing it too soon screws up his plans. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, we'll accept that for now. Okay. Okay, so now I'm back to Teddy and the Man in Black. So they're in like dangerous territory because yeah. they've gone on a shortcut. And they and they, what I wrote that, that this is where they walk into Wyatt's trap, which is really Ford's trap. Um, 
you know, to catch. I, I think I look at it as really Ford's trap to catch the man in black. Yeah. And he uses William's original contact with the park to do it. What do you mean? The Your girl. So squeaky. Oh, yeah. That lady. The girl is the one that greets William and takes him in to. Oh, his... that's who she is. Yes. Oh, like, he said that, and I watched him be so surprised, and I was like, who is she, though? Like, I don't. And then we see her later dancing, but I did right. not even connect that that was the woman. Oh, that's good. Thank you. Oh, that helps. But this That's is what also, I'm here for. This is <laughs> to actually pay attention to details. This well, but is you also, pay attention to different details, so that's good. <laughs> this is also the scene where we get Teddy starting to do the flashes. Right. Teddy, Teddy starts starting having his own memories. Yeah. And, and I don't know how he gets there. Mm-hmm. So we have Ted, Teddy's beginning to have his own memories, his own flashes. And I think... Yeah, we start to get him, like, he really gets it when the man in black drags away that beast monster. Right. And he sees Dolores. Yeah, and, and he, he sees the action of Dolores. his shit. He's like, yeah. nah, I'm done. Mm-hmm. And so we see this, like, Teddy starting to take control for just such a brief moment. Yeah. It's not very long that he gets to do this for, but yeah, I like it when he's like, oh, no, like, I'm not the loser you say I am. I just don't, he, it's not his fault that he dies all the time. So, yeah, so Teddy takes the man in black out, uh, and then is that where we go next to Maeve? Yeah. Maeve getting herself reprogrammed, mm-hmm. so she can do more shit. And her look, yeah, when when she, like, looks at Sylvester, and is like, good luck, like, oh, yeah. no. Yeah, but then she goes dead, so he yeah. can't tell. Yeah. She's getting a cold stare, or a cold dead <laughs> stare. <laughs> And then, um, so Charlotte, now that she doesn't have Teresa anymore, she loops in Sizemore. I think he's a replacement, but not even, because Teresa was way higher up. She's just using him no, for his ability. She, she used him for his abilities. Yeah. But did you notice that, you know, he talks about how... Probably Ford, not. How Ford got him to help him create a, vic- a villain, and he's yeah. referring to the cannibal, which, of course, she says busy work. But on the wall of his office... Is the guy that Teddy and the Man in Black just took out with the horns? Oh, there's a drawing of him on Sidesworth's office. I did office. not notice. I, yeah. So I mean, I wonder, you know. So, but uh, that kind of character is part of the Wyatt storyline, I believe. Yeah. I, I don't believe it's, unless it's being repurposed. It's definitely all of Wyatt. Every time we get to see Wyatt's men, they are all dressed up in different garb. Yeah. Um. Mm. But oh, and I just love you. Know, but yeah, so we come back to Sizemore, who I, if you remember in an earlier podcast, I questioned if we ever saw him again. And we do. Um, this is one of the things I completely forgot about. And he has to use the word moist. He, does, he just has to. Because he, I mean, I feel like they're just like, no, like we already hate him. Let's go further. And so, of course, he would make this cannibal mm-hmm. use the word moist. And eat a leg sensually. Yeah. Like, come on, yeah. you gross you bastard. Gross, you gross pig. Jeez. Uh, so, so now we come back to Maeve being reprogrammed, and she slices Sylvester's throat. Yeah, so she jumps up. So he still thinks she's but gone, she, and yeah. he's ready to... Because the whole thing was, he was like... We'll knock her out. We'll say we're going to upgrade her. And then we're going to we'll like her. brick her. We'll, yeah, we'll we're going to wipe her for sure. Which, again, why they still think that that's possible 
is beyond me, but okay. Oh, that scene before where she's watching them talk outside. Yeah, like, like she You do can realize these are glass doors, hear right? You. You can see, yeah, she can totally or read she, your body language. She could probably read your lips. Well, she's I think she's had to read the body language. Yeah. yeah. But um, then, like, she attacks Sylvester, so they've clearly changed her code enough that she can hurt humans. She can hurt humans. Um, but, but then, then my they question heal. is does she understand killing? And does she f- feel something about it? I mean, she's totally brutal with him. She gets Felix to to use the the, the supersonic laser to to heal up his. But she uses it because like she. Oh, yeah, we might yeah, still need him. Still but need she still him. gets these looks across his face. This is what you know. I love about. Uh, now I can't remember the actress's name, but I, I love her, Tandy, something. Nelson. Uh, mm-hmm. Newton. I don't know. Anyway. Whatever. Uh, because like I think yeah after she's she's cold as nails with Sylvester she slices his throat da 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 here we might just need we might need him when he's repairing it and she sees how much pain he's going through she gets these like little flashes across her face of like oh I shouldn't have done that you know well and I think it's because she I don't think that she is emotionally advanced as other other like she's not she has not reached the tip top mm-hmm. especially because I think she hasn't gotten the chance to like have those more positive interactions and so like she doesn't have as much like she's she's a hooker so she doesn't yeah. have as much no like, but what i'm saying i think she, she's beginning to feel empathy exactly empathetic. she's like, learning she's them. like ah slow and then also she's like oh wait maybe I should have she's, done that. she's learning them i think is what's happening yeah uh and then and and then this is when we we go back to her in town controlling We're, other hosts controlling other this hosts. is one of my favorites seeing her like Start to work these muscles of like describing a narrative, mm-hmm. um, and making it work to the best of her ability, is is so much fun. Yeah. And especially like in the next scene, I think we're gonna skip a scene, but I think that's okay. Well, but 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 in this scene though, we see that she says she doesn't care because at one point she says, "Where's my daughter? I don't want to know. I don't care." Yeah. But then she has a flash of her daughter. Yeah. Oh no, she sees a little girl. It's like she and she has a, a memory of her daughter, so she clearly, you know, it's like she says, "I don't care." She's just a thing, but she keeps having memories where she cares. I would just, I just <laughs> really, I really like her narrations of like the sheriff, you know, reviewed these men and deemed them to be yeah, yeah. like the positive scene. citizens, or the marshals decided their practice, their dueling skills on each other, and like her, it's so like campy and cute. Yeah, but then people get murdered. So. Uh, and, that, and that was definitely Swan Lake. I double checked. Thank you. Um, that music I was playing. Uh, but of course, but even though they don't come after her for a while, Maeve draws too much attention yeah. to herself because she changes because she's she's screwing around with the show that they bring into town every week. So and shoot up the shoot. Up How the often do you think Hector makes it away with the safe? Because uh, he's bound to do it somewhere. Because if the sheriff winds up. On a mission, and if the you know if people are more, not all well, there, well, the thing is, is the, the, the times we've seen it, the first time we saw it, it was actually called in early so they could kill everyone and bring him in and, and figure they cut out cut it off before it cut it off. The second time we we don't know because Maeve takes him in to give it to him to give him the inside of the safe, <laughs> and uh, and then and she gives it to him and yeah. and and they get blown away, and then uh, we're going to run long, and then. Um, uh, uh, then the next time uh, is this, and it goes down the street with the horse. Yeah. So. 
Um, uh, next is 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 Bernard and uh, Ford, and so we get a little bit of of, and I think this is one that that like is kind of a little baffling from a human perspective mm-hmm. when they talk about like when they're talking about like why Ford gave him Charlie and like why he gave him this misery as a backstory right. if he created everything. And and Ford responds with like his imagined suffering makes him lifelike. They talk about pain only exists in the mind and it's right. always imagined. And they talk about you know how's their pain different from your pain? Yeah, and like they kind of come to the conclusion of it's it's not. Yeah, you know, and that's that's what troubled Arnold. That was his original. That's what drove him mad. He said. Yeah. Now and... Arnold's mad. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, did, oh, I didn't write down he drove him mad, but I'm yeah, it said yeah. he drove him mad, and and so I mean I'm not just like oh frustrated throwing his desk across, you know. It sounded like he drove him insane. Yeah. So in and my question for this one is so we see him ask like did I ever did did you ever before he's gonna delete Teresa right mm-hmm. this is before he's gonna delete like the memory of killing Teresa and everything. He asked, "Have you ever made me hurt someone like this before?" And so this is this is I was trying to remember what we talked about earlier. This mm-hmm. is what we stopped talking about earlier because I wanted to save it for this. We see Bernard in my mind choking Elsie. Right. Like it was definitely Elsie. Yeah. He definitely choked choking her. Choking like, Elsie. Mm-hmm. There's no question about who or what. But she's not but dead. We don't she's see alive. her die. Don't see her die. And also, like, is that scene? When he asks, is that Bernard remembering it? I think I think that's Bernard remembering it because then Ford tells him not to dwell on troubling memories or you, you will you lose yourself in them like other hosts have done. Yeah. Which then we cut straight to Dolores. Yeah. Having Ooh. a freaky ass scene. Um, yes. But uh but I I I'm going to take a moment. Okay. Because as I said, I have a lot of notes on this episode and we're coming down to our 30 minute podcast and if I can get permission from our well we already need to take an additional two minutes because people were talking in yeah. the house <laughs> but um uh, and he'll edit it out but can we have a supersized episode I'm not su- <laughs> like let's add a couple minutes we don't have to shut it down at 30 if we're getting long alright okay, let's go alright okay cause then we go into this very complicated we've gotten complicated permission scene. from our producer from our producer <laughs> um so, uh, uh, okay, and maybe I should just say kind of what I, I don't know, there's just so much going on. Um, Do you want me to take it, like, through the scene and you ask questions, no, or is this going to work because, better? No, because, okay, so we go back to the, uh, to, he cuts, because he, he talks about not dwelling on your memories, you might get lost in them, we cut directly to Dolores, which make, which is why I question whether the man in black Dolores is getting lost in her memories, which that is also something that could explain her costume change. Yeah. So, um, because, and this is my problem with this original town, when Dolores gets there, we see the town in the distance. We see, like, the what the railroad station and then the town. It goes from an empty town to a full town, which obviously is a memory from the the dawn of the park yeah. to a buried town. So let me bring it back because we see this buried town in a early, like first episode. Right. Yeah, Ford that Ford is brought us to, yeah, to the buried town. Yeah, he brings the boy to the buried town. Right. And he talks about it. And I 
And I think it, I'm just going to have to watch the next two episodes because I can't remember. Like, we're there again, and I can't remember what happens, honestly, well, in the next yeah. two episodes. Well, I, I, I think what my memory is is that Ford has excavated the town mm-hmm. to put, make that the, the, the center of his buried. What? This doesn't make sense. They probably got buried on purpose. Yeah. Because, I mean, they have those big giant machines, you know. But the question is, is like, if it's buried in the time of William, then, so, you know, they obviously, you know, in the, in the you know, in the 10 years from when they started, it started building the host and training the host, and then they finally opened the park after so Arnold's think... death, then they must have buried the town yeah, because I, I would believe that 40 years ago they started, 35 years ago they, Arnold died, 30 years ago is the William time. Right, yeah, William's been coming to the park for 30 years. And so we get that kind of like, we have, I think that we have that timeline. So there's a whole 10 years of either like... Trial and error, or starting mm-hmm. it, or kind of anything where we're kind of getting. I think that's what we're getting in this is we're seeing them start to train because some of them can't even dance, like they get distracted, yeah, yeah, or they move off. And so, I think this is like the trainer part is what right. we see here. And I and and maybe they like killed the trainer trainer part because they didn't want, or okay. well, on top of all that, this is the trainer park, this is where like the little town they built to train all their hosts, yeah, and. Could it be, whether he's dead or not, I think the jury is still out, could be where Arnold dies. And that's why Ford has not buried. I could be. You know, because whether he's, I mean, regardless of how Arnold is killed or allegedly killed, I think Ford feels responsible either because he killed him, he had him killed, or he's just, what led to his death, he felt responsible for. I think Ford has... I think everything that's driving Ford is some guilt, whether he's a guilty murderer or guilty just because from cause and effect that he feels responsible for. I don't I don't think that he's guilty in a way that he regrets murdering because he murdered Ford in my mind. <laughs> I don't think that he regrets murdering Ford. Arnold. Arnold, sure, fine. Mm-hmm. He didn't kill himself yet. Um, I don't I don't think that he regrets it like it's not dwelling or weighing on him. But I think that he does, and I know I know that he misses having that partner. Right. And so I can see this being sadness that he no longer has that person mm-hmm. with him, and that's why he buries the town. But I do not believe from what he is taught, like how he talks or any of it, that he feels guilt for doing it. Right. Because I think that in his mind, it was necessary in order for him to continue doing the things that he wanted to do. And it doesn't matter what what is needed to do that. It's necessary. Okay. And so he doesn't feel guilt for it. All right. So let's try to piece this scene together real quickly. Because supersized episode is one thing. But um, So Dolores is in town. For, she walks into an empty town. Then it's a town full of people and all, like, being trained. And Maeve is there. And... Maeve is there. They even they even say, "Good job, Maeve. Good job, Maeve." They even say her name. Maeve is one of the originals. I fired from the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then Lawrence's girl shows up. Yes. Yes. And and, but she asks Dolores about, "Did you find what you're looking for, or whatever?" I have a feeling that that's kind of that's why we're she's man in black, Dolores, coming into this. 
you know, I guess remembering this town, like maybe she's the, she, well, no, the, at this point, I think the town would have been re-excavated based on what we think is going to happen. So, no. Oh, okay. Yeah, got so, it, got it, yeah, got it, got so Man in Black Dolores is coming into town, which is empty. Yes. But then she remembers it full from the beginning. So we have three timelines in this town. Yes. Because we have Starter Dolores. Starter Dolores. We have William, William Dolores, Dolores and Man in Black Dolores. Man in Black Dolores. Dolores. Okay. And so, so I think she comes in as Man in Black Dolores, has the memory of Starter... And I give us five more minutes. Ten minute extended episode. Yeah, well, there's a lot. Uh, we have the memory of Dolores uh, of the town, and then I think when the little girl comes up to her, I think at, for a moment that little girl is in present day because she's like the the. And if we don't see anyone else around her, then that makes sense. Well, yeah. I mean, there are other people going on, but she walks straight up to her and she says, did you find what you're looking for, Dolores? And then Dolores has a memory of the massacre and she pops right into the massacre and goes running around town. Yeah. And I feel like the massacre is similar. The massacre is the massacre is similar to uh, the other massacre where they, I think, because these were the original like programming and stuff, and they probably had to clear everything out. So they had to go through town and shoot everybody. Yeah. You know, for some, whatever reason. Because did the host lose control? Did the only way to, like, put them down was to put them down. Yeah. And we also, like, this is where she is starting to freak out with William. Of, mm-hmm. like, she like one minute she's here, one minute she's not. Like, is this a dream or a memory? Nothing feels real right. to her. Um, and he wants to take her back. To Sweetwater, but then Logan shows yeah, up. Yeah, Logan shows up with more confederados. Okay, so now we've gone over, and our producer's getting antsy, so I'm going to run through some stuff real quick, and you chime in when you think you can. Okay, great. All right, so Charlotte makes Abernathy the Ark of all the data to try to sneak him out of the park, and that's yeah. why Sizemore is involved. Great, so right, done. Okay, boom. Uh, Stubbs may be in the dark about what the board is doing, but he's not an idiot. This is he such has, a cute moment he where he's well, like, he, hey, Bernie, I'm so sorry that your girlfriend died. And Bernard's like, like I'm I sorry. What what? Talking about. And Stubbs' face is just like, huh. But like Stubbs is, a, I think Stubbs is, is, in a way, is a good guy. He's eventually going to put two and two together and knows that, you know, that other people are. I hope in season two that he gets more of a role. Yeah. I think we can move on. Uh, now, because uh, I. Uh, I have one final scene for the yeah. last like ten girly, minutes of this. Girly, so. girly, is talking about blonde. You know, the, the, the blonde. You know, the world doesn't belong to the new settlers or the old settlers. And the Irothon isn't giving the world to the hosts or destroying it. Arnold's dream. And how does that factor into Ford's narrative? Again, I keep coming back to where Ford's narrative seems to be tied into what Arnold wanted originally. Yeah. Which is why I feel like he couldn't. That he's guilty for Arnold's death, but he's not like he didn't have a hand in it. Who knows if season two will even explain? Or, but it's also been like thirty-five years. Like maybe at this point, Ford has done all the things he wanted to do, and now Mm -hmm. he's like, maybe I'll do what Arnold wanted to do. Maybe it's time for Arnold stuff. Okay, Uh, Man in Black. They ask him, you know, uh, they say something about owning the world, and he says, "Not just this one." I think that is like yes. one of the very few clues we have that there are more worlds than Westworld. Yes. Um, and how does his family see and fear the darkness in him if he never acts that way? And it's just a question in general. How, you know, because he talks about how they were, they 
they told his daughter told him we lived in fear. Yes. And he, but he never did the things outside that he does in the park. Yeah, every day was sheer terror. Any day he could blow up or collapse like a dark star. Um, but I mean, like, if you are intrinsically like bad if if you want to murder people or want to be a bad person then like people are going to pick up on yeah. that um or i wonder if, if, if like logan does it like leak video yeah like, look what he did anyway yeah. uh and anyway so uh we we have this crossover uh memory scene which i think is brilliant between mave and the man in black and that the uh the man in black going and sh- and like die you know sh- Killing Maeve and killing her child, and seeing the moment that opens the maze. Yes, is, is where Maeve was reassigned. Mm-hmm. That, the Man in Black's moment with Maeve is her last moment as Frontier Maeve. Right. Um, but she's never truly forgotten that, and we also get this yeah. good line that I've now lost. Um, no, it's gone forever. That's fine. I I wish I could find it, but yeah, we get like we see Maeve going through. Um, and he realizes that it's also a trigger for him because I think he was gone for the 30. Like, I don't think he's been coming back and forth in the park. No, I think he has, but maybe not every year. But he first makes it sound like, for, he does kind of make it sound like for a second that this is his first time back. But then he says something else. It's like, no, so he's I been think, there. I think he was gone for a long time and then she died and he was like, I have nothing, like, I need to find meaning in life. He, She died a year ago. I think he's been coming Back for a year very often. No, but I, I, I know why you're thinking that because I thought that for a moment. But then he said something else that made me think like, okay, he's been he's been to the park more than once. I mean, he's been to the park on a not a, maybe an annual basis, but he's been to the park more than once before his wife died. Yeah. Anyway, and I think anyway, so we gotta keep going. Uh, no, stop. Do, do the spiel. Do the spiel. Okay, so if I'm so glad you remembered, Andrew, you did so good. So if you like what you've listened to, this hectic long episode because things are getting heated up in the finale episodes of season one. Um, if you like this, we are on SoundCloud and iTunes. If you subscribe on iTunes, please leave us a review because that helps us a lot. Um, we do other stuff like on YouTube. We have live uh, post show discussions. Um, we are watching Walking Dead currently. That is two more episodes. We'll be watching that on Wednesday, and then the finale is on the 15th. And then we will be starting our third season of the Knights of the Drunk Watch on April 25th to watch the premiere of season two of Westworld. So that'll be on the 22nd, but we will be watching it. The Knights of the Drunk Watch with our season three premiere will be watching it on the 25th and doing a live post chat where you can join us, ask us questions, get in on the debate while we try and figure out, oh my God, what is going on. All right, so I'm Andrew. I'm Kate. And our podcast finally has ended. Because we're the Knights of Drunk Watch. <laughs> 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 we're out of time.